That isn't cranberry sauce, Artie. That is not cranberry sauce. Welcome back to, I honestly don't know what to call this segment yet, but I'm here with the Spooky Sisters and we're here to talk more horror movies. And yes, there's a horror movie for every holiday. And this time we're talking about Thanksgiving and horror movies. Um, But before we get into that, before we get into that, um, let's see what the Spooky Sisters have been up to. So Cherry, Mel, like what have you guys been up to as far as your projects, your shop? Hi. Um. I've just been working on um, some holiday items for my strange magic shop. A bunch of wind chimes and witch bells. Witch bells. Um, I'm working on a Krampus baby. That's so funny that we were just talking about I know. About that. <laughs> a Krampus baby. So if anybody's not aware, Melanie does baby doll sculptures that she finds in secondhand stores and then she makes them into cute creepiness. So she's making a Krampus one right now. <laughs> So I, really I like the sound of that. That sounds really cool. That's awesome. Right. What about you? Um, right now, I'm. I just closed my holiday sale for commissions, so I just I, I I stopped taking commissions for the holidays. So it went really well. So I got a few really fun, um, cute couple commissions come in for people for presents and a lot of pinups. And um, I'm busting out some roller derby inspired artwork as well. So that's been going pretty good. Well, that sounds like fun. It seems like you guys have been super busy. So I mean my hat off to you for you guys balancing your personal lives and all these different projects. Cause I mean, that sure as hell isn't easy. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. So for the listeners right now, like the commissions are almost closed or are they closed? I'm going to gauge it out. I need to like see if I, the, the, the amount of work I have to get done before December 20th. And if I could, um, if I can squeeze in a few more, I might have a few more pinup spots open or Q- and QPs. So, okay. So 
for Art by Cherry Jane and Strange Magic by Mel, I will be adding the link to the bio. So if any of this sounds interesting to you guys, by all means, follow through, follow them to see future sales for future merch. Because uh, it's definitely worth it. I'm really intrigued by the Krampus baby. I really like that. Um, <laughs> to kind of go, before we started recording, we were talking about Krampus and the amazing lore. But we'll save Krampus and Christmas for another episode. So for the Thanksgiving horror movie, we decided to watch Blood Rage. And it is such a strange movie. It's a really great slasher movie. Um, and I Googled a couple of facts about it, where it was also known as Nightmare Shadowwoods and Slasher, which is interesting because in the opening credits, it said Slasher. So you can find the movie. Yep, it's like one of three titles. That's what they kept saying. <laughs> so it's like, you can find the movie on Amazon Prime under Blood Rage, but when the movie's going, like the when the cars are rolling into the movie theater or into the drive-in movie theater, it, the card opens up as Slasher. So it's like, shit, you know, like they couldn't really agree on a title for the movie. Let's just go with it. I've never heard of a movie with three titles. Yeah, this movie was, was weird because I thought it was supposed to come out in what, 1972? And then it didn't come out till five years later, right? Like it, it was delayed. Yeah. Not, I, um, it was 87. 87. Okay. Yeah, but it was supposed to come out in the 1982, I think. That's what they were saying. So I wonder what the holdup was. Yeah, it never specified why there was a holdup. It seemed like there was issues left and right because I also read that the doctor in the movie Dr. something with a B. Berman. Berman, thank Berman? you. The actor that was supposed to show up and play that character never did. So they actually pulled one of the producers of the movie and said like, hey, can you just pretend <laughs> to be the doctor for the movie? And that's too. I She had that weird voiceover though. I thought that maybe because she was a terrible actor, maybe they <laughs> did that weird, that was the only time there was a voice, right? I think was there a voiceover? Oh, you didn't watch it with audio. But it was like this, like, yeah, I've noticed that blah, blah, blah. And he's like, <laughs> oh, in the beginning, I got confused because I had subtitles on because it was overlapping with what was going on. It was very confusing. You know, that, that voiceover, I couldn't stop laughing where it's like, oh, my ability to calm down patients. And she's just sitting there doing nothing. It's like, oh, my ability to calm down people by doing nothing. I was like, oh my God, I'm just crazy. Um, I will say this, my absolute favorite character is the guy in the bathroom of the drive-in movie theater uh, selling condoms. I thought yeah, that, that he's fantastic. That, right? That's um Sam Raimi's brother. That's his brother. Yep. Okay, that's not, that face. Yeah, that character was so good. It's like you want to know more about that guy. Did you notice right? their safety pins to the condom though? <gasps> that is what my roommate noted too. I'm here laughing, and then he goes, "Oh, those like pinned on the inside of his vest are through the condom," and I was like, "Oh shit!" It's kind of productive. That's what you do when you're trying to trap a guy, right? Or a thing. But he like pulled it out of his pocket like a little magician, dude. <laughs> it's just like, that scene was really funny. And, like, cause I'm like, wait, what's going on in the bathroom? <laughs> like, like, I know him. Yeah, he, his, yeah, he's in other. He's like, so he's an Evil Dead. And what else is All he? All the, the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. Is him? Mm -hmm. That was his first role, I believe. That's what I saw. That's his first. What a cool. Roll. That's your first one. You're the condom guy in the bathroom. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty great. But overall, like, what did you guys think of the movie? I loved it. I didn't think I was gonna love it so much. I watched I didn't it. tell her much about it. I didn't. First, I didn't know it was about twins. Yep. Yeah. I love evil twin stories. We do. Yeah. And I've never watched a Thanksgiving uh, slasher film before. No, same. And it's so funny. Like, uh, I was thinking just yesterday, actually, the whole like evil twin trope. And I kind of laughed. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm doing this episode with the spooky twins. Um, so I mean, like, <laughs> that all the time is the evil one. Yeah, yeah. Yep, all the time. And what, sometimes we would just be like, we don't know yet. <laughs> sometimes we'll be, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I can swap like, easily. Depends on who you ask. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure, I kind of want to look into the origin of the whole like evil twin trope. Cause I'm pretty oh, sure I, I have to do like that. some roots in like maybe Greek mythology or I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of grasping in the dark right now but there's it's gotta like, be something to it. Yeah, no, there, well, I think we should definitely do that. I would love to learn more about that. We've never, I've never researched it. I have no idea. No. I'm sure there's something dark. In- yeah. Something creepy. Something yeah. weird. I mean, it is creepy to think, like, I don't know, any, but yeah, let's do that. That'd be fun to talk about. No, yeah, so I'll, in the um, next uh, spooky special, we'll, like, definitely dive more into that because I'm curious. Like, I'm pretty sure it has to do with, like, bad omens or I don't know what. Like, I feel like that, like, twins and omens are, like, a thing together. Um, I think so. Twins are weird. Twins are weird. <laughs> and, I mean, speaking of the, uh, the twins in the movie, Todd and Terry, and it's kind of... You know, I I thought it was interesting. It's like the moment that the mom presents like some form of sexuality or there's some some sexuality in the movie, it's met with violence. And specifically like with uh, one of the twins and the mom. And like, like, I remember the message that you sent in the group chat, Mel, where it's like, what the fuck is wrong with the mom? I'm like, yeah. What? Something's like, off I feel with like her. There's so much more to her where it's like, I feel like they could have explored her character more. And I thought she it was, was like, fascinating. Yeah, there was something, I think they were going to go somewhere with that. You can tell there's some plot lines they were going to go with and they just were scrapped it. You could totally tell. Like, we'll get, like, when we start talking more about the ending, there's something I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Were they going to do something else with that? Like, what was yeah. that about? You know what I mean? Um, we were just talking about the mom, though, like, back, what, well, this is like the 80s, right? Like, they didn't know how to express women wanting to be sexual or dating or wanting to be anything they had to make it like vulgar like she was a horrible mom like like she was on a date like they mal was even saying like why couldn't she be coming home from a date or like she went out on a date like she's in the middle of a date and her kids are in the back seat it's horrifying like it's just it's like from i think not even just from a mom perspective from any perspective it's icky yeah like you don't take your kid on a date that's disgusting not to the drive-in no you know what goes on at the drive-in not that specific drive-in that was like a giant orgy it was disgusting they're like on the car (laughs) on the side of the car probably in the public (laughs) (laughs) when i was watching it what came to mind for me was like kind of seeing it through like a Freudian lens where I was like, oh, the Oedipus complex, like the sexual attraction, according to Freud, is like between the son and the mother and like how in the first scene, it's like they're in the car when the mom is about to fool around. And at first she's hesitant, but then she submits to her date. There's um, a lot of that in that movie, a lot of persuasion with the men, like, come on, I'm just trying to get you to relax, baby. Like, no. <laughs> so again, like you said- And then what is he again? Wait, what? Like, remember the, the which one says it? It's uh, Terry, Terry says it. He's like, oh, mom's at it again. 
So that that gives you insight that they, she's taken them on dates before. That's awful. So yeah. no wonder he's like, you know. Like, and then there's that scene his mom later on, on where uh, Terry is like putting his mom to bed because she's too drunk and she's like too distressed from um, everything that's going on. But we'll get into that later. But it's that relationship that I noticed between the son and the mother that was just so that terrified me more than the blood. It, it's unsettling to watch their interactions. Oh, with the that mom. long kiss on the mouth. That was horrible. Yeah. It was just <laughs> disgusting at that point where I was like, who like, but she thought it was Terry. It was Todd. So she's like, oh, Terry. And then just the long, long kiss. Yeah. There's mouth. something weird with that. Yeah. So, so another plot line. Thought, I immediately thought, um, like some weird Oedipus complex.
is nine to six as I gotta go. This train is driving me insane, and I don't like the ride. So push that best to the side, and baby, I won't care, 'cause baby, I don't scare, 'cause I'm a reborn maggot using gym warfare. You know what other movies came to mind for me was whatever happened to Baby Jane because of the relationship between the siblings, where you know one is obviously this maniac, and then it tortures the other twin who wants to do the right thing, and it also reminded me of um, Friday the Thirteenth with the relationship between the mom, oh, the mom and, and Jason. Yeah. 
Oh man, we haven't watched uh, the Baby Jane movie in forever. I've never, never seen it. You've never seen it? Oh, it's, it's upsetting. Is that what the creepy song? Yeah, I'm writing a letter to daddy. Oh gosh, it's so creepy. Yeah, the, 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 sibling, the sibling thing in both these movies is so like stressful. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, um, yeah, because Terry's just terrible. Like, and then no one, but like, the, I don't know, it's so scary to think like nobody believes you, like you didn't do it. And That's he's one so of my charismatic. Nightmares, just people not believing you and yeah. saying you're crazy. And then he like believed it for so long because he was so, he was like the submissive twin for sure. Cause he's just like, well, he was even just puts blood on my face and I'm the killer. He was even physically yeah. um, submissive. You could see him. Like a little hunchy, like good actors, the little kids, good for them. I know. Yeah. And great acting from the main guy. Cause he played both twins and it's a completely different twin. Yeah. Okay. Like, I cannot. Amazing. I did not Google to see if they were actual twins, but I did kind of notice when there were scenes where, towards the end, where it was both of them, the weird ass like wigs that they would have them wear and like kind of shoot from behind. It was, it was so good. Uh, he did a good job. He was good. He wasn't a good actor, but he portrayed the twins so good because yeah. one of them was all meek and like 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 just like I just I just I'm not a bad guy, I swear. And then he just like. Fuck it! Like I'm just gonna start killing my friends real quick. He was, my my brother's out. <laughs> I know it's like, like the, the 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 contrast of like the weird '80s slick hair. Yeah. And then the disheveled, yeah. like looking Todd. <laughs> Poor guy. I like Todd. I know he did a good job. I I mean, kind of going back to the writing, I did appreciate the twist and turns that the that the writing did take as far as like oh you know like one twin is framing the other twin and then the mom is going through some weird like she's trying to create a happy family but in reality she's much more destructive because it's like when the supposed evil twin escaped the mental asylum like she immediately started eating straight from the refrigerator sitting in front of it which i thought was really weird and like just that was a strange thing and she didn't want to tell anybody either. Like, she's like, no, I don't want to ruin Thanksgiving. Like, if there's really a murderer, it's going to ruin Thanksgiving. Like, he's going to find you guys. But she was so, what is it called? Like, in denial. Like, she just didn't want to ruin her happy family I with think, her new boyfriend. Yeah, and she was focusing more on not scaring away, um, what was his name? I forget the... the Brad. Best, it was the Brad. Best death. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Brad. Poor Brad. <laughs> Dude, his hand got chopped off while holding his beer. That was a bummer. What was that beer? It looked oh, like a PBR. It looked like PBR was old style. That's old. a real beer, I think. I think that's a George. Is it really? He would know. I, I don't know. So. Yeah, like, good animatronic. The mom is like stress eating. She's like stress drinking and like stress cleaning. But doing everything but being helpful at that point. And her character just yeah, like, frustrated me. Mm -hmm. She was not. Yeah, even like, cause I watched the trailer before we watched the movie and I'm like, man, there's something wrong with her. Her smile is just so, she's like the the perfect like description of stress. Like yeah. just like her face, like her the lines in her face and her, she's like her eyes, the smile doesn't reach her eyes. Her middle-aged pigtail. And her, I, that's one of my yeah. pet peeves. Like, oh my gosh, I hate pigtails. <laughs> like to a certain like I like I even I'll ask Mel I'm like does this look too young I, like I don't know like for, for like for derby like I want to put my hair in a ponytail or something and I'm like Mel do these look okay and she's like you look fine you're not it's not <laughs> the weird pigtails you don't like <laughs> I know that sounds so weird but there's pigtails that just irk me so much I'm like no if you're not Harley Quinn you can't do it <laughs> I know that's what I don't I'll allow like it. it but her weird hair with a little um that's why it bothered me she was like her hairstyle was exactly like um what's this little curly head kid's name 
Shirley Temple. Um, yeah, they were ringlet. Baby Jane too, that she the, does her hair like that too. At the drive-in, she looked like she was dressed to go to prom, which was weird. Ooh, I didn't notice that. She had a, like a little corsage thing in her hair. So that could be another thing diving into her personality. It's like she didn't get, maybe she was a younger mom and she didn't get her um, her fun days, you know, at the drive-in. Yeah. Maybe that's why she was out and maybe that, that like- And agreed to go to the drive-in. With your children. <laughs> like, you don't go to the drive-in. <laughs> Not in those days. Not I can definitely see like she's like trying to like recapture a part of her youth and it's disturbing and it's like the really again the relationship that she has with her kids is just really eerie so i mean if, you, if for the listeners out there if you haven't seen it uh we highly recommend it as is we're not even done talking about it but you know it yeah, is please so if you ever need anything to talk about at the dinner table you guys can talk about like slasher films and like weird mommy issues <laughs> Have you seen Blood Rage? <laughs> we'll pass a cranberry sauce. Oh, that's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> it's not cranberries. It's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> the writing was okay, but that line when they got to like the bloody machete. Oh, that's not cranberry oh, sauce. I was like sold. I love this movie. That line right there sold it for me. Talking himself up with that. Yeah. He thought that was so funny. He did. Oh my gosh. You know, and then, um, I mean, going back to the mom's relationship with her kids and going back to the whole Oedipus complex and kind of, I'm not kind of, but jumping to the end where how the mom just ends herself, it really reflects on uh, Oedipus story where it's a Greek mythology where Oedipus fulfills a prophecy of killing his dad, sleeping with his mom, and then the mom kills herself when she finds out that it's like, oh shit, you know, like I slept with my son. Everyone dies pretty much. So then I was watching the movie and I thought it was really interesting and I had to Google it really quick to make sure like, okay, if I remember the story correctly, but Jocasta does die in the end. And I was like, oh shit, much like how the mom in, sorry for spoilers, guys, I will put in the bio that spoilers will be uh, mentioned, that she kills herself. Like she snaps where, and the only reason I remember their names, by the way, is because in the end where it's like, I'm Todd, I'm Todd, like trying to like reemphasize, like I'm not Terry, you know, like you just killed Terry. And like, yeah, she's calling the surviving twin, the innocent twin, Terry. And he uh-huh. like, flips out, he goes, I'm Todd, I'm Todd. And then she kind of has this mental breakdown and she starts repeating what he says, where um, she says, I'm Todd, I'm Todd, and then shoots herself. And I was kind of like, that is such a strange ending and a strange way of like, displaying a mental breakdown because it was, it was very unsettling. Like when I was watching it. It was, yeah, because he thinks she's happy to be with him. And what is up with that whole, like, just the two of us, just the two of us. Cause I thought she was going to shoot. What's the girlfriend's name again though? Karen. Karen. I thought she was going to shoot Karen. Cause Ooh, she wanted just to be her herself. And then you realize she thinks it's the other twin that she has that creepiness with. So it's like, it's just so sad because he thinks that she's finally going to be accepting of him and believe him. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, she literally thinks she killed you <laughs> and you're out of the picture. Yeah. You're the wrong yeah. one. Like it was, it was, it was sad. Back to the hospital. Yeah. Back to the hospital. <laughs> now, like kind of going over this scene, you know what it reminds me of now? Uh, Psycho of- uh, oh, oh, definitely. Oh. Yeah, the, ugh, that whole thing is creepy too. The relationship between the mom <laughs> the and like- in Terry's storyline, he's gonna he's gonna come out with pigtails <laughs> and change his glass of milk for some wine. <laughs> oh, I know. I did not like that he was drinking milk at dinner. I don't know why I didn't okay. like. Okay, 
I am so glad he brought that up because I noticed it. Like, I was okay with him being like a serial killer, just a murderer, but I'm like, milk with your Thanksgiving dinner. I was like, oh, dude, now you're oh, a real psycho. Like, a no. big ass glass of milk. Yeah, oh, that's so I, I can't, I'm not, I'm not a milk drinker. So, like, what is that other stupid movie? Um, what's that movie I don't like? Oh, Clockwork Orange, like, where they're always drinking milk cocktails. I'm like, ew, that's disgusting. Straight from the tea. No. Like, I will never, like, drink a glass of milk. I would never. First of all, my stomach would kill me if I drink a glass of milk. And second of all, it's like, you're, you're thirsty, you're going to go chuck some milk right now? Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I thought that was unsettling. And I know, like, oh, God, like, the dairy industry has a lot to do with it. And, like, saying, oh, it's part of, like, diet. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like for your bones, it makes you stronger. That's what Terry does. <laughs> That's what he's saying. She's so. capable of murder because of the <laughs> little strut with machete. <laughs> I mean, going to the whole murders, what I thought was funny is like uh, the murder of Dr. Dr. Burnman. Burnman? Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yes. Like, it was absolutely hilarious. Like, like, it was absolutely like they really gave her, like, a heavy hand as far as directing. It's like, just turn to the camera and, like, pretend to be scared. And it was, like, so exaggerated and so out there. And then I noticed that it was inconsistent. Unless maybe, like, Terry moved her lower half to her torso. Because initially, um, after he killed her, uh, that scene, she was laying there. Her torso was laying off to the side. And then her lower half was off in the distance, like, ahead, in front, I guess. Oh and my gosh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and then the next time that you see her, her lower half is like put close to her torso. Like they moved the entire scene. Yeah, she didn't fall there because she would have to go backwards <laughs> like a creepy crab. Like that's so funny. You could tell they, yeah. they it was a low budget movie with how they didn't show 100% of the kills, like the big, big ones. Like they would pan away and come back. So I feel like that's somebody, somebody just over. Or they just forgot, or they just didn't pay attention. Yeah. up. 
desaparecido y nadie sabe cómo ha sido, no. Y nadie sabe cómo ha sido Terror en el hipermercado Horror en el ultramarinos Mi chica ha desaparecido Y nadie 
what I also thought was interesting is like besides the big kill, one that really impressed me was she, the couple that was fooling around, fooling around by the pool, where he like on the diving flash at her, but he got her cheek. <laughs> yeah, that looked pretty cool. I was impressed by that, where I was like, okay, like that took some time and effort. And that killed her though, or did, I, I don't remember. Did they? Did he fucking get more? Like he slashed them once each, right? What does he say, Mel? Oh, uh, <laughs> what does he say? You're bad, Greg. You guys would do it anywhere. <laughs> That's an, like so. Sex freaked him out, like probably because of his mom. Like you know, like he just has some weird thing about sex because he, his girlfriend's trying to get at him. He's into it, and then the other, the new girl in town is trying to get at him, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Like, like it was laughable to him. Because sex does seem mm -hmm. to be triggering. Because like you said, it's like there was that one girl that was trying to make a move on him, but he immediately rejected it. And not, not it seemed, but going back to our horror special that we did last time, where we were talking about the female tropes as far as like the virgin, the wife, and the widow. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, always a virgin that survives. You know, like if you, you, know, you, you say, quote unquote save yourself, you save yourself from the killer yeah and then i remember i did or i went over the whole those three tropes in my mythology not mythology medieval literature class and all of those three tropes for women heavily relies on whether they're going to be touched by a man have been touched by a man or are currently being touched by a man so it's like their entire identity and role is based on whether or not a man's hands has wandered that woman's body yeah, this movie was interesting with that because Karen, you can tell she's the final girl. Obviously, she's going to be the final girl because she is like, is it virginal? Yeah. She's virginal. But this is the first time I've seen where she's like, wants to have sex. Like she asked, but the way she asks them is like all like, I want like, you to make take, love to me. Make, yeah, like the way she puts it isn't, but then like, it's like all sweet and stuff like it's like acceptable almost. And then you pan to the other girl, the new super hot girl in town who's all like just doing it on a diving board. Like the contrast is, and she gets killed. And she's, <laughs> I can't get over the diving board part. I'm like, I couldn't get over that. I'm like, really? It's impractical. <laughs> the one I couldn't, no, another line that I really loved is uh, the woman in the apartment complex going out on a, like a date with that rich, well-off man. And she tells her baby. That was so terrible. She tells that gave baby, me such anxiety. Oh my God. Where's yeah. your baby? Exactly. Oh That's all I could think about. Like, I'm going to get you a rich daddy. I'm like, okay, well, that can wait. And with your weird ass liquor assortment, like what do they have? Creme de banana and like Creme de coconut liqueur. Like, ew, that's yeah. a headache right there, man. That's all sugar. Oh yeah. Like they didn't have any whiskey. Um, I was watching something. Um, they said that the guy who plays per date is one of the special effects guys. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. I mean, if he made the face of the decapitated head, it looks a lot like him. He did good. <laughs> yeah. Like when she opens the door, remember? And like, that was a good looking head. Like, yeah. because some of them I'm like, okay. Like, but it really looked good really job. good. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, overall, how would you guys rate it? Like how many turkey legs out of how many turkey legs? <laughs> I really, really I liked it. it. Five turkey legs. It checked, we're doing it out of five. It checked all the boxes for me for the, a slasher movie. I would give it a four just because I felt like there were some plot lines that they just didn't want to dive into. Like, I felt like some of it, they're like, is there a triplet? Like, are oh, they trying to go that way? Amazing. 
Or and then the other plot line that I was curious about what they were trying to with her mental break was the mama killer too. Like did Terry see his mom murder somebody before? You know what I mean? Like I wanted to yeah. see more. I think that's the only reason. Yeah. Like this movie seemed like it was a weird production and it was halted for we don't know why. I mean, I would like to go and research that more. But it was all over the place, but it was still so good. I, I like, really everything you watching it. Yeah, everything you would want from an 80s slasher. <laughs> this the soundtrack is good too, the synthiness. I really enjoyed it. Oh, what about the pumpkin pie scene in the beginning? <laughs> it just gets the pumpkin pie. <laughs> I thought it was I forgot. Weird, I turned away for a second. And like when I looked up, I just see him like throw something to the wall and I thought it was shit. And I was like, what did, what did you do? I had to rewind it. But yeah, and so like, that part too, is there something weird about Thanksgiving? Why was he, or was it just because he's like, I'm not going to get to go home? Like oh, he was stressed out about it. Like the pie stressed him. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know because she said she brings him a slice, a single slice of pie every single year. So I don't. <laughs> There's something weird there. I don't know. Does he do that every year? Hey, what else is that actress in? They in something else. Something else scary, huh? I know those teeth. Yeah, they're very <laughs> scary teeth. Google. And just the way she smiles too. She's good though. Yeah. Man, um, yeah, I think, yeah, four out of five turkey legs. <laughs> what would you rate it? Yeah, what, what do you think? I would do like the average of like five. I mean, like, how much, how much was it out of? Like five? Oh, like about four. <laughs> actually, four out of five turkey legs. Because, like you said, it's like there's certain story um, or plot lines where I wish they would have followed. Louise Laser, sorry, I just like Googled the actress's name. Was she in? She, let's see. Blood Rage. Frankenhooker. That's it. Frank oh, she's that? Requiem for a Dream. Oh. oh, oh, and is she in The Grudge also? Oh, is that her? Isn't that the same lady? The one who's, who's um who can't talk? Yeah. I haven't seen Requiem for a Dream because you told me not to. It's disturbing. It's uh. good though. <laughs> to watch Train Spotting, neither. Ooh, There's yeah. a dead baby in yeah. it. I can't deal with the baby stuff. I'll stop no, watching see, it. I don't see the grudge on here. So is Blood Rage the only... I, yeah, she's, she's she was good. She was good. She got you, me. She gave yeah. me the, the creeps. She definitely gave me the creeps. Like, if I saw her, if I was at the grocery store... With her pigtails. With her pigtails, I'd be like, nope. Someone's, something bad's about to happen there. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm going to yeah. go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love a break going. <laughs> Like where is one single onion in her car? It's just <laughs> But yeah, I wish I wish there could have been like a second, like a sequel, because I feel like there's so much more they could have done with the story as well, like exploring the mom's yeah, background. Watch Todd goes bad. Yeah. There's definitely a backstory there that I would have liked to see. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was a trip. I I really enjoyed it. I need to I would like to watch more of these amazing cheesy eighties movies. You know, <laughs> with the horrible yeah, plot lines. Definitely great. The listeners, definitely give it a watch. It's well worth your time at least once. Or turn it into like a holiday mm -hmm. movie that you watch every year, every year, like entirely up to you. But because now that this is going to be a regular uh, segment on The Shack, if there's any like holiday movies that you guys would request, you know, feel free to reach out to us on our social media. Like I said, we're going to be tagged in the bio to this. Uh, any final words, hey. guys? What do you think? No, I was just pleasantly surprised by the movie. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it, but it was a really fun, campy. It's, yeah, super campy. 
nasty, weird yeah. movie. <laughs> so, like, it was good. Yeah, we'd highly recommend if you're, like, for people who want to watch scary movies, but you don't want to be scared after, like, I could, I, you know, some of those movies, it's like something that you, you're, like, kicked out to watch some of the scenes, but it's, like, the gore is so 80s, like, like 80s it. prime goriness, like, the hand twitching, the blood, <laughs> the cutaways. To a lot the, of face. Lots uh, of face sounding. cutting. Yeah. yeah, lots of face cutting. Um, another one I would recommend to watch is just a trailer. Um, what you guys know what I'm talking about? Um, it's on YouTube. It's the um, it, Eli Roth's Thanksgiving um, horror trailer. It's a fake trailer they released before um, um, Grindhouse. Was that 2008? When did that come out? Seven or yeah, yeah. But there's a fake trailer um, for Thanksgiving, and that's the first time I ever seen I've ever seen a Thanksgiving horror movie. And you could tell Eli Roth watched. Um, blood rage, blood rage, because <laughs> there's some parts because it, it, it's like totally making fun of it, like the whole like, oh, don't sleep with anyone, teenagers, you're gonna get, you're gonna land on a, a knife on the trail, <laughs> a little fork. Oh yeah, yeah. If anyone wants another just little snippet of Thanksgiving awesomeness, look that look that up. It's on YouTube, I think. But all right, guys. So all the listeners, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like I said, please reach out. Uh, and until the next spooky holiday special. Take care, guys.